Hello everyone and thank you so much for listening to the podcast and joining in. If you haven't hit that subscribe button, please go ahead and hit it. Today's episode we're going to talk about EMTs passing out on the job. It's bold and noble of you to be an EMT, but if you can't handle the sight of blood, guts, puke, shit, piss, any or all bodily fluids that comes flying out of all of our orifices, even a big clump of earwax that has fallen on your face as you're trying to assess a patient, then maybe you should look into being a day trader or real estate. Quick story about the earwax. A guy had fallen off his bike and had a severe road rash on the side of his head. He was 6'2", 6'3", I'm 5'9", and as he tilted his head towards me to look so I could look in it, or look at it, a piece of earwax, or what's this say, dirt, to make me feel better, hit me right in the face. Yeah, that was gross. I didn't throw up, but I was like, bleh. He was like, what was that? I was like, probably just a piece of dirt. Don't worry about it. I don't want the guy to make feel bad because he had a really nasty road rash on the side of his face, on his ear. <laughs> it was gnarly. Moving on. First story is of when I was doing my ride time with another person that was in my class. Now this guy, he had, he was okay. He was kind of a big talker. We all know those type. Up to this point, he did really well in class. Passed all his tests, pretty knowledgeable. Handled the fake blood scenarios they do. No problems. We started the day out as normal. Really excited, really scared, really nervous, really happy. All the above, all these emotions, you know how it is. When you're doing your first ride time, not knowing what to expect. The ambulance we were riding on, they were somewhat busy. Yeah, some days they'd have a whole bunch, and then some days they wouldn't. So we went over the ambulance, did everything checked out. was talking with the paramedic when the tones came in. Now this was two hours after we had been on. The call came in as a person who had cut his hand on a saw. It takes about 10-15 minutes to get to the on scene. We're, getting, we're going over everything. We're talking to each other on the back of the ambulance. Like, what should we do? Direct pressure, bandages, whole new guy, greenhorn kind of thing you would do trying to get your getting yourself prepped up ready to go get on scene grab the gear bag walk over to the house where there's a man sitting on the porch the guy was about 50 or 60 years old just calmly holding his hand with a white bloody towel paramedic came up hey what's going on he goes well i cut my finger on the table saw he slowly pulled back the white towel and his fingertip was gone the entire area of where the fingernail bed was, gone. At this point, the blood had already cauterized and stopped bleeding because he used direct pressure the whole time. He basically just wanted us to come out there and check it out, bandage him up and so he can be on his way. As the paramedic was saying, hey, can you get the gauze pad? Let's get the wound washed, clean it up, bandage him up and let him be on his way. As I'm getting all that, I looked up to see what the other guy was doing. I was like, you gonna help me or not? And as I looked up at him, and his face was flush white. I said, hey man, you better sit down real quick. And as I was saying that, he just slowly, boom, he fell like a big old tree on the on the porch there. The paramedic looked down and started laughing. He goes, you got to be shitting me right now. We looked at the patient and said, sorry, sir, he's new on the job. This is his first day on the ride time. And that guy started laughing too. Went to the EMT, rolled him on his left side, breathing fine, no issues. And about a couple seconds later, he came too. He said, what, what happened? I said, you fainted, buddy. I guess the finger was too much for you. So how about you just go ahead, once you get yourself good to go, walk over into the AC of the ambulance and just drink some water and just relax a little bit. No, 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 okay, okay. He's like, tough guy, you're going to pass out again, and then this time you might smack your head. You're lucky you didn't smack your head when you fainted this time. Okay, okay, I'll go. So he went to the ambulance, the patient, we got him bandaged up, refusal of care, well, you know, that goes. He just said, hey, you gave me some bandages and stuff like that. 
but I refused to go to the hospital. Got her gear bag, got to the ambulance, checked on the other EMT. His finally his color was back in his face. We went back to the station. When we got back to the station, the paramedic had already told everyone at the station what had happened. And we pulled in. All the firefighters and other EMTs out there were clapping and cheering for him, handing him orange juice and stuff like that, just giving him a hard time. Now, the EMT claims that he had not eaten all day and was nervous. Not too long after that, he had resigned from being an EMT and went on to do something else. Before you spend all that time studying, make sure you know what you make sure you can handle blood and guts and stuff like that. The next story is a cautionary tale of when you're trying to lose weight, make sure you drink water. You're not just taking weight loss pills, drinking Red Bulls, and not eating but a salad once a day. The guy I was working with, he was a big time bodybuilder. He was trying to get ready for a competition and he was doing what he can to cut weight. Now we had been on him but hey, don't be passing out on the job. You know, it's midsummer, you're not eating much. You know, make sure you drink your fluids and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. I've done this before, no problem. On this day, we were doing car extrication training. I have to say that slow, because I've always had trouble saying it. <laughs> the training chief had got a car from salvage yard. It was an old crappy Honda or something like that. We all loaded up, drove out to the training grounds, got everything, un you know, put the tarp down, put the equipment down. Training chief was going over every evolution he wanted us to do, no problem. Put our gear on, not the tank, but the gear and the helmet, gloves. Got everything, got the hydraulics hooked up and started going to town. By the time we got everything set up and briefed on what we're doing, it was 9 o'clock and it was close to 75, 80 degrees. It was getting hot. First evolution we did was removing the front windshield with the axe. There were six of us out there, so we all had a turn doing it. That took 30 minutes because we were just talking about different things to do. We tried the axe and then we tried the glass saw. Next thing we moved on to was the roof. Cut the posts, all that stuff, got the roof off, then we started doing the doors. And by that time, it was around 85 degrees and the humidity was ridiculous. I mean, you could you could drink the water out of the air. It was ridiculously humid. We were like, okay, let's get these doors and let's get the hell out of here. As we were doing the doors, old beefcake bodybuilder was on the hearse tool spreader, getting in there, getting the door popped open. When he said, hey, I, I don't feel so good. He handed the hearse tool to another firefighter and started walking toward the engine. One of the other guys started walking with him just to make sure... He wouldn't smack his head on or anything. The bodybuilder got to the engine, sat down, and then passed out. Luckily, the other firefighter that was with him caught him and sat him on the ground. The bodybuilder came too. Goes, what? What happened? He said, "Dude, you passed out. You need some water. You need to cool down." So they got his helmet off, got his bunker coat off, drenched him in the water, got him in the truck where the AC was blasting, and we decided to call it a day. We left one of the guys in the truck who was a paramedic with him to keep an eye on him. We loaded up all the gear and headed back to the station. By the time we got back to the station, the guy was much better. I think somebody had some candy in there, some food, and gave him to eat, and he was feeling so much better. Assistant Chief found out what was going on, gave him a light ass chewing, and then, of course, the rest of the shift, we messed with him. We started joking with him. He ended up doing pretty good at the bodybuilding contest. I don't think he won it, but he did pretty good. The dude was shredded, probably half a percent of body fat on this dude. Sacrifice you gotta make for bodybuilding. There's also gotta be safety too when you're a firefighter and you're doing that stuff. So be careful out there. Make sure you hydrate. Make sure you eat a Snickers or something like that before you're doing a day's evolution. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.